Welcome to the Life of Faith North podcast, where you can access the latest Sermon of the Week and explore our archive of past messages. To access other resources or view live content, please visit us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Life of Faith North. We hope you will find this message encouraging and uplifting as you listen. forward and we keep growing I love during our time of prayer we had and again on Sunday mornings at 930 we do meet in the prayer room and pray those that want to join us on Sunday mornings it's another part of what we do you're welcome to come but Paul had just a great word about just embracing the push how many of you just be honest with you now what I've been sharing it might be a little uncomfortable anybody been uncomfortable or challenged Good. Just be honest. I appreciate the, appreciate the honest hands. It's okay. Amen. I, I'm, I'm very aware. Uh, but let's say this that way. Say, I enjoy pressure. Come on now. Play my game or I'll mess with you. Come on. Say, I enjoy pressure. Now, again, you know that there's bad pressure and good pressure, right? Right? Pressure that's stress-related. I'm not going to make it. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. That kind of pressure is from the devil. Right, that pressure, I'm not talking about that kind of pressure. But how many of you know, again, like going to the gym, but the pressure of a push-up is good for us. The, the, the pressure of working out, the push of the weights, amen, the pressure of getting out and taking that walk. Come on now, y'all don't shout me down because we're talking real good, okay? It's good for us. Right? It is good for us to feel positive pressure because positive pressure equals growth. Positive pressure moves us forward. And what I'm most excited about, and I genuinely believe as I pray this out, is, is for the next level of transformation in your life. I want to make sure I'm real clear with saying this because I don't want this to get lost in anything. I'm not teaching any of this because I think or God thinks you're not making it. Okay? Please don't ever, if that comes in, that's from the devil. If that thought comes across your brain, well, Brad must think I'm weak. Come on. Come on. Who, all right, let's wait. Who, I, I love that chuckle. Who's thought that before? Come on. Anybody thought that yet? Good. Nobody? Okay, good. Well, let's, let's see some honest hands. Hey, listen, I actually think you're, you're stronger than you know. I've had the great joy of being with you guys for five years. And I've had the extreme pleasure of watching you grow in God. And I've seen each and every one of you guys make strides forward in God that before these five years you didn't think was possible. But this is just the beginning. Amen. Come on, are you with me? Come on. Come on. See, because I, I, I know by the Spirit of God for you guys, right? And, and I'm trying to see how far I, I go without saying this. There are, there are millionaires sitting here. You're just not there yet. 
but that is who you are. People that you will change the prosperity line of your whole family tree. You'll be like Abraham. And God will make you abound in riches so that you can establish his covenant within your family and within your world. Come on. Even if I'm talking to you, just, just amen. And you can say amen outside to be helpful, but at least inside, go amen. Amen. In here, there, there are big ministries in here. Right? Ministries that will reach thousands of people. Ministries that will go into nations, plural. Churches are here. Come on. Are you with me? There is tons inside of you. And that's why we're talking about this. So I want to make sure when we talk about this that there's proper inspiration. Does that help? And why this is important. Amen. Praise God. Lord, we just thank you for that. Lord, let's take a minute. Just praise God for that. And if that's speaking to you in any way, again, as we've said, so if I say, Lord, I say yes to that. Amen. I just say yes to that, Lord. Just like Mary said, when the angel came, be it done unto me according to your word, Lord. According to your will, Father. Mm. Can you just pray this out loud with me if you're willing to say, Father, Make me as big as you want to. Say this, say, Father, I am willing to be expanded. Amen. Praise God. Come on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, I believe it is. It is. Amen. Are you ready? See, that's, there's bigness in you. There's a greatness in you. More than you've imagined. Amen. And that's why we're talking about this. Is that we're allowing Holy Spirit to challenge us to make us bigger of soul. To expand it again, um, hmm, man. All right, Lord, I'll just go with you. You know, and, and go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter fifty-four. And I just want to make sure if this wasn't clear, and, and I, I felt like this way. If this wasn't clear, I apologize. If if any way, well, I appreciate that. If any way, my kids. So if, if at any way you have ever felt in the last few weeks condemnation, I want you to drop it. Does that make sense? Because this is about your potential. Right? This is about who you actually are. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Right? For many of us, what we're talking about is we grow in these habits and disciplines it's going to take us from what has been our current comfort zone. If I can be bold enough to say this, do you understand? You and I, we can get comfortable with dysfunction. Just being honest. 
right? We, we can get, as we, I know that sounds weird, I know that sounds, but, but there can come a place where we can actually get comfortable being broken. We can be comfortable being weak. Right? So I'm, I'm saying that as we, as we do this, Lord, expand me. Lord, increase me. Lord, I give you permission. Make me as big as you want me to. I'm the, I'm the clay. You're the potter. You're making something out of me. Make me a big bowl. <laughs> Amen. Let me say, make me a super bowl. Love it. Amen. Make me as big as you want, Lord. That that means that he's going to take me way outside of what I've been comfortable with up till today. Are you with me? As I, 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 and again, I promise I'll never play spiritual bluff with you. Right? Let, let's do something. I'm going to practice this with you. And, and I did this, uh, um, this uh, God did this with me th this last week or so. And uh, actually before I was sick last week. But I want to do a practice of, of reading scripture. I was listening to some stuff and studying. It's an old practice. It goes way back into Christian history. And it's called Lectura Divina, which just as Latin means for divine reading. Is all that means, right? But it's what our forefathers used to do as a regular practice. Is that they would read a passage of scripture. And they would read it three times. Right? And each time they read it, they had a different focus. They had a different emphasis on the reading. So I'm going to break this down and then we're going to do it. Does that sound good? It's a little bit of a practice this morning. So the first time we read a passage of scripture in doing this divine reading kind of exercise or, or practice, you're going to be asking Holy Spirit... And what I'm going to do is, if you want to follow along, you're welcome to, but I want you to really just be listening to the Word and, and listening to the Holy Spirit. And the first time we read it, we're asking God, highlight to me what you want me to pay attention to in this passage. So the first reading is just highlight to me, Lord, the, the phrase, word, piece, portion, whatever it is. Highlight to me, Holy Spirit, what you're wanting me to see from this passage. Does that make sense? That, that's reading number one. Reading number two, we're asking this. Okay, Holy Spirit, how does what you highlighted to me, how does that connect to some piece of my world or my life? So, Holy Spirit, you just highlighted something in this passage to me. So then... How does that connect to my life? Does that make sense? That'll be the second reading that we'll do. Then the third reading and the final reading that we'll do, and it's all the same passage. We're not talking about, we're reading one passage three times, right? And on the third reading, what we're asking Holy Spirit is, okay, Holy Spirit, what is the action I need to do based on what you've highlighted and how it connects to my life what do I need to do now? Does that make sense? Any questions on that before I read the passage? Is that all clear, clear as mud? Is everybody good? Good. So this is what I want you to do. So you're going to need a, a phone or a piece of paper. I want you to have something to write on because God's going to talk to you this morning. All right.
right, so get, let's get ready. Let's prepare our hearts. Let's prepare ourselves by having something ready to record what God says. Okay, and you can do that while I'm reading. You're not interrupting. I'm going to be reading from the New King James each time. So I'm not going to change any of that. All right? I want to give everybody a moment to be ready. Don't want nobody to miss out. Very good. Are we ready? Just looking across the crowd. Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Everybody looking? Everybody ready? Back in the back. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Everybody ready? You're expect- How many of you are ready to hear from God? So let's say this together. Say, Father, Father talk, to me. talk to me. So Holy Spirit, highlight what we need to see right now. It says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have lab- not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your, in, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. All right, so now just take a minute with that. What, what stood out to you? I started in 54.1, and I stopped at verse 3. You want me to read it one more time in this first reading? All right, I'm going to read it one more time. And it's just, you're just letting the Holy Spirit highlight something to you. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Then just take a minute. Just right now we're going to take a minute or so. And I want you to just write down or in, in your own Bible, underline what? Did Holy Spirit just highlight to you right now? What did he show you? bring up what phrase what word cool very amen very good that's awesome Never give up. Very good. I like it, buddy. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Very good. No, that's good. Well, good. And that's that highlight for you. Now, I'm going to read it one more time. And now what we're asking Holy Spirit to do is to show me, okay, Holy Spirit, what you just highlighted to me, how does that connect to my life? What part of my life are you connecting what you highlighted in this verse to me, right? Are you ready? So sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. So now, what's Holy Spirit saying? And I want you to write it down. How is this connected to your life? What he just highlighted to you. What area of your life is he talking to? What part of your life? Do you, and again, how, what, what do you mean? I don't know what the first thing that comes to mind when I say that. When I sit there and say, what part of your life is he connected it to? It'll be the, it's bobber theology. Your, your bobber pops up to the top, right? So what's the first thing that pops to the front of mind? And that's I love trust, but I want you to go. Deep, I want you to literally go into. Well, that's good, but I want you to pick an area. Not that you have to necessarily tell me. I want you to pick an area of your life. I want you to literally let Holy Spirit target this down into your life. Okay, cool job. So he's he's talking about your job. Let him talk to you. Let him get, he, he wants to get in the middle of your stuff. And I need you to understand this. And every part of your life is important to the kingdom of God. There's no part of your existence that is unimportant to God. Because many times we can sit there and just leave it at the big stuff. My calling or my ministry what no 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 if, if he might be talking to you about something and you're like going well that's just natural that's just normal or daily or that's not important that's not a big deal but no no if that's what just came to mind i want you to connect what he highlighted in the verses to that area that he's highlighting right now Good. We're gonna need another. Just take another moment or two. Yeah, yeah. Another moment or two. Don't. Not in a hurry. This is not. No, this might seem odd for a Sunday service, but get used to odd.
cool. All right, one, one more reading as we do this. Now and during this reading, when I read it here in just a moment, now what I want you to do is you're asking Holy Spirit, okay, what action do I need to take this week that represents what he highlighted to the area of my life? Holy Spirit, what do I need to do this week? What do I need to do this week to act on the word? Remember, because it's the doer of the word that is blessed, not the hearer only. So, so we, when we engage with the Bible, there must always be action that comes from that engagement. If I just read my Bible and I walk away with no instruction, I need to make sure I come back until I get instruction. Does that make sense? Because it's the word done, the word acted on, that's the rock, Jesus said, that I'm building my life on. Amen? So, Father, now as we read, take what you've highlighted, take the area of our life that you've highlighted it towards, and Holy Spirit, what's the action we need to take this week to begin to walk this out and live this out? Sing, O barren. And you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabit. Now, just take some minutes and you just write down what's those again. And the same thing, first ideas that pop to mind. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And it may be tangible things. It may literally be things where he says, do this physical action. It may be attitude things. Hey, you need to shift your attitude in this direction. You need to be this way in your perspective, in your attitude, in your tone of voice. It may be a relational thing. Hey, you need to demonstrate this to you know, the person. Again, not limiting what God's going to say, but I do now want you to then write now, what did he say do? What's one thing that you can do this week that will take an action step towards what the Holy Spirit just showed you from the Bible? Praise Jesus.
again, does that make sense? So did you record what he highlighted? Did you record where he connected that to your life? Right? Did you, did you record what was the action item he wanted you to do? Hey, can, can we do this then? Hey, did you realize that God just talked to you this morning? How cool. Uh, do you realize that you just got a word from the Lord? Well, I'm glad maybe half of you, one, one half of a person did. God just talked to you. Come on. Because remember, we talked about that a little bit at the end of last year. Remember, right, uh, when we talked about what does it look like to move from Egypt into the promised land and God told Israel hey mark this day as the greatest day of human history because God came and spoke to you as his people so remember every time God talks to you it is the greatest day in human history praise God <laughs> church is done we can pack up and go home Come on, again, let's just, for real, just take a minute. Praise God this morning. Say, Lord, thank you. Lord, this morning you talked to us. Lord, this morning you illuminated our hearts and our minds and you gave us instruction on what to do. Thank you, Father. Listen to me. Somebody needs to hear this. Remember, it should not take more faith to believe what God has said to you than it does if I was to call you up and call you out and give you a word publicly. If it takes more faith for me to believe God talking to me, my soul is weak. Come on. I'm trying to be as nice as I know how. Does that make sense? Because see, you were created to hear the voice of God. You understand? That's why God made you in His image. Here recently, I had to be, had to you had to be proud of your pastor. I didn't swear or nothing. I was listening to somebody who is one of my growing favorite preacher guys, and he gets on this message and literally teaches a false doctrine, and I about lost my cookie. Right, and I'm like going, mm. and it's the doctrine of what's called holy other right and it's a dangerous doctrine right he was saying it like this we know we're just a goldfish swimming around in a bowl and so god loved us so much he turned himself into a goldfish to come down here so he could relate to us i could grow tomatoes with that do not cheapen the creation of god God made you different than any other thing he made. You are the only thing he made in his image. The only thing. He made nothing else. No angel, no spirit being. Not the only thing he made in his image is you and I. And the primary reason he made us in his image is so he could walk with us and talk with us and relate with us communicate with us you were not lesser than does that make sense 
You are not to be put on par with an ant, a goldfish, or any other stupid that some well-intentioned person could say. (laughs) You were made in the image of God. Does that make sense? So right now, God talked to you. Right now, God strengthened your soul. Did you see that? How many of you in this little exercise, you've been encouraged? Amen. How many of you, you were challenged? I was. I tell you, in mine, when I did this the other day, and I was, was riding and thinking about these kind of things, and I was listening to this same passage of Scripture, the Holy Spirit highlighted to me, he says, your dwellings, that there was a plurality to expand your dwellings. And then when I went to the next step, and I said, okay, Lord, where does that connect to my life? He says, your family is a dwelling. Your church family is a dwelling. Your job is a dwelling. The media content I want you to produce is a dwelling, right? Ministry, those are dwellings. They are places where you abide. I need you to expand them. And I'm like, then, well, what does that look like? He says, when I lead you to buy stuff, buy it. And then I go, like, how many of you, I go check out Cadence Bank online. Anybody else besides me like that? I go check out Cadence Bank, and Cadence Bank says, you can't get that right now. Come on. And, and the challenge and the rub is, is, okay, God, expand me. Stretch me. Stretch my thinking about money. Stretch my thinking about work. Lord, you, you want these things to be bigger? Then put me on the rack and stretch me. Come on, help me think bigger. Help me think higher. Help me think greater. Are you with me? And when that comes to, Lord, help me have the diligence to stick it out. Hello? And to go after it no matter what. Y'all see, I'm trying to make this as practical, because that's how... This is how we strengthen our soul, right? So, so for the time this takes, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, I'm going to read the passing translation. And guys, this is just what we just did right now. This little exercise is, is I'm trying to, this is what this looks like. Right? I, I, with, with all my heart, I want to make this as tangible and as attainable as I know how. Does that make sense? Because this is not pie in the, pie in the sky theology. Right, this is something we all can do. Amen. I encourage us to do what we just did every day this week. Let the Holy Spirit lead us to a passage. And again, well, how do I know what passage to go to? What area of your soul would you like to get stronger? What area of your life would you like to see expand? What area needs and let him talk to you. He'll show you. Okay, then go find some about that in, in the Bible. I promise the Bible talks about it. And if you can't find it, that's why I'm here. You text me, say, Brad, God wants me to work on X. I promise you won't show up in next week's sermon. Right? God wants me to work on X. I don't know where to find X in the Bible. And I will help you find passages that deal with X. Does that make sense? 
But here it says this in Proverbs chapter 4 in the Passion. It says, so listen carefully, my dear children, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words. Did you catch that? Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, that's what we just did right now. We unwrapped the word of God. This is Proverbs 4, 20 through 23 in the Passion. Right? Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart. For they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your inmost being. For from there flows the wellspring of life. And so guys, for, for the time that we have today, it's this one. Remember we talked about one of the parts of our soul is our mind. I want to change that to the word, or not change it, but unpack it to the word thoughts. And, and real quick, not to get off... As I've been studying more on this, and you can get this if you've never listened to her. She's a great lady to read after. Listen, her name is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She is a born-again, spirit-filled brain scientist, right? And so I was listening to some of the stuff. She's a, but she talks about, remember how we talked about we have this conscious mind and the subconscious mind and how in the subconscious mind are all these things, our beliefs, our meanings, our memories, our, our habits, all these things are happening automatically, you're not trying to make them happen. But she said this, the conscious mind is the only part of your soul that has the power to veto anything. Does that make sense? It's the only part of your brain that has the ability to say that is right or that is wrong. That is true or that is false. That's why it's one of the last times we we're here. Um, oh, I totally forgot your name. I'm Jen, when Ms. Jen, I do apologize for that, is uh, when, when Ms. Jen highlighted what the Holy Spirit walked her through a couple of weeks ago, that's why the Holy Spirit will go into these deep things of us, highlight something, and bring it forward into our conscious mind so that our conscious mind, our thinking, and our will can go, that was a lie, here's the truth to replace it. Do you see that? So that's why in this journey that we're talking about, don't be shocked if the Holy Spirit begins to bring things up in, in dream times, in prayer times, things come out of nowhere, some deep-seated memory or, or, or a thing comes up, right? Listen to me, don't think, I thought I got over that. Can I just be honest, right? We all do that, right? Because then we start beating ourselves up. Well, I must not, I thought I dealt with that. And I don't know, and why is it coming back? You know, I don't know, and I just feel, I thought I was stronger than, don't do that. If it's coming back, it's because the Holy Spirit wanting you to veto the lie and replace it with truth. Because up here in your mind and your will are the only parts of your soul that have the power to do that. Does that make sense? That's why when we do the exercise like we just did, that's so important 
to take that time to be with the Holy Spirit, be with the Bible, right, and say, I'm going to fill my thoughts with your word, and I'm going to give you full permission, Holy Spirit, to want to churn up on the inside of me. And if through the word you highlight something and you bring it up, I'm going to walk through and I'm going to replace lies with truth. Does that help this morning? Amen. So here again, so as we talk about this, I want to talk about thoughts just for a few more minutes because of, of all the parts so far that I've studied of the soul, biblically speaking, this one to me, and my study is not exhaustive, so I'll just say this one seems to be the most important. And the reason why is it's the one the Bible talks about the most. So it seems that God is trying to make sure we understand that our thinking is the reproductive system of our soul. Go to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1. Am I, am I, is it okay? Am I making sense this morning? I'm doing my best to go real slow. Am I doing all right? Amen. Good. Awesome. Because I feel like I'm going so slow I'm boring, but maybe I'm not. So, um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Peter says, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind and it's an interesting word choice that he uses with that word loins he literally means the reproductive system he's not talking about the bowels like your colon or he's literally talking about loins and, and he says gird that word gird up means to strengthen to support to prepare. Did you hear it? So Peter says, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hope here is the verb form of the noun in Ephesians. Right? So there's this girding up. Y'all remember, and we talked about this on Thursday, I think. Remember in Ephesians, Paul talking about the armor of God? So we are to gird up what? Our loins with truth. Same word. We're to strengthen our loins with truth. So how do I gird up the loins of my mind? Is I am always looking for what is the truth. Right? What is the real, if we say God's honest truth, right? We always have those, <laughs> right? What's the truth about who he is? What's the truth about me? What's the truth about my situation? What's the truth? Why? Because the truth will support, strengthen, prepare Right, the loins of my mind and the expression of the loins of my mind is my thoughts. Does that make sense? I want you to think about this. Every thought that you and I have 
is a seed I am sowing towards my future. My thinking is actively building my future. Now, again, maybe a little analogy here. Is this all right? Am I doing all right? How many of you ever got like a new car or a new-to-you car? It's a whatever. Like I'm trying to think of the last time this happened. Uh, well, actually, I mean, I'll say, so my work let me use this Mercedes you guys see me drive. That's my work car, right? And ever since I've been in that car, I see white. It's so funny. We were at the Irondale Church. Audra and I were for prayer yesterday. And we almost got into the wrong white Mercedes, <laughs> right? Because there it was. One just like my, does, have you ever had that before? You got like a new to you car and you've, you've never seen that car before, nothing. And now all of a sudden you get in that car and everywhere you look, there's my car, right? There's my, there goes my car. Who's got my car? There's my car, right? You know why that happens, don't you? Because you think now what wasn't a thought before is a thought now. And the same quantity of stuff has been around you the whole time, but your new thinking brought new possibility. It brought new things to your attention. You saw things that were just, they were all, I promise you, the same amount of cars just like yours were there the week before you got yours. Yeah. It wasn't that magically all of a sudden the Mercedes plant started cranking out white Mercedes like nobody's business and they're all over the road. No, I just finally had a new thought brought into my mind. Now, but it's in my thinking and my thinking brings the attention. Well, guys, that's just a car. Listen, that's just a car. What about if we actually thought God's going to do good for me today. Yeah. They're asking you. That's right. Very good. Absolutely. And, and do you understand? Does that, we, we've, said, we've said it. I, I know I read the stat a little while ago. I'll read it again. It's those, you know, this is all like just non-biblical stuff. It says, the National Science Foundation now knows that the average person has about 60,000 thoughts a day. And they now know that 80% of those thoughts are negative. Did you hear that? So they know that we have 60,000 thoughts a day. They also know that 80% of those thoughts are negative. And 95% of those thoughts are repetitive meaning we think them day after day after day after day. Now that's the, but guys, listen to me. So that tells me, listen, I want you to listen real close. You already have a wonderful ability to think 
a lot. Some of you here have thought less of yourself and thought you're not intelligent. You thought, I can't think well. I'm dumb. I came from X, Y, or Z. Does that make sense? No, no, you have an ability to think massive amounts of thought. Why? Because you're already thinking it. You have the ability to actually focus your mind and think on the same thing day after day after day after day. Why? Because you're already doing it. So it's not that you don't have the ability. Because, again, I've talked about this enough. Well, Brad, that's easy for you to say. Have people say that to me, not here, but in the past. I've had people say, that's easy for you to say, Brad, you're smart. It's easy for you to say, Brad, you're X. And we all can sit there and say, well, I just can't. Because listen to me, you have the ability because you're already doing it. We're just talking now about content. I'm not talking about ability. I'm talking about what's the content of my thoughts. Because I have the ability to think 60,000 a day. And I have the ability to think 95% of those thoughts tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So my, it's not an ability question. It's a content question. What's the content that I'm feeding my thoughts? Now, again, I, I'm, and I'll just be that loving pastor. Y'all, everybody, everybody look at me real good. Say, Brad, we love you. And everybody's just saying, and Brad's my friend. <laughs> Some of you, right, myself included, we might need to consider for a season giving up certain stimulation in our life. Because maybe certain stimulation is just feeding us thoughts that we don't want. Come on, are you with me? I'm, I'm right there with you. I can, I can just as easily do this. Hello, are you with me? So I, I would invite you to prayerfully consider going to God and saying, do I need to stop anything? For a season, do I need to kind of put a pause on some stuff so I can give attention somewhere else? Are you with me? Why? You know, maybe, now this is Brad, maybe Brad needs to watch less food videos and more exercise videos. What do you think? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. That's very, very good, Sam. Well, some of this, again, I promise you this God will never lead you to put the Bible down. I know you're not saying that, but I'm just, just make sure that's clear on the record. 
because I've had people come to me and, and say silly things that are anti-biblical. Well, the Lord led me to quit going to church. You, you can't put that anywhere in the Bible. Nowhere. Now, again, he may have led you to go to a different church. I'll give you that. But he never led you to stay at home. <laughs> Ever. Right? You know, God never led you to be unkind. <laughs> all kind of, I've heard all of that before, right? So, real quick, for, for time, I want to do a few more thoughts and do it. Back to what we were saying in Proverbs, I'm going to read a few different versions to kind of highlight this out. This is the CEB, which I think is the Common English Bible. So, Proverbs 4.23 of the Common English Bible or the CEB, it says this, More than anything you guard, protect your mind. For life flows from it. Amen. Here, I, I love that, uh, again, I, I'm not the only one that has a, a, a new crush on the International Children's Bible, the ICB. But here's the International Children's Bible of the same verse. It says this, be very careful about what you think. Your thoughts run your life. Did you, did you hear that? Be very careful about what you think. Why? Because your thinking runs your life. So again, maybe as we look at areas of our life that we are discontent with, or we would like to see change, and maybe we should start that conversation with, what am I thinking about this? Because maybe what's causing my problem isn't actually the external circumstance, it's my thinking. Hello, amen, come on. Is this all right? So I'm going I'm to open up and kind of this will set up maybe for the next week some, some more. It's Octobrad. They don't know what Octobrad is. Anyway, so to tell so I, I would teach my kids in their homeschool. And so the kid, I forgot somebody, we called me Octobred. It stuck. So anyway, so but here, so so how then do we? Because we're going to talk about this. So we're strengthening, and over the next time, I want to walk through how do we strengthen these areas of our soul, right? How do we strengthen the areas of our soul? How do we strengthen our thoughts? And I'm just going to write down some words. A, we have to give attention to our stimulation. We'll unpack this a little bit more, possibly next week. But remember, Paul did say in 1 Timothy 4, until I come, give attention to reading. He actually did say there's stimulation that happens, right? So we have to pay attention to our stimulation. Number two, we have to pay attention, as we said, to our attention. 
what is holding our attention. Right? Number three, we have to pay attention to our intention. And there's a difference between attention and intention. Right? So what is our intention with our thoughts? Right? We have to be careful and grow in our repetition. Again, we know we can repeat our thinking, right? But if we're shifting from more negative thinking to positive, there's going to there's gonna have to be some intention for our repetition, right? Until the repetition becomes as automatic as it was towards the negative or the whatever, right? And then finally, we pay attention to our activation. All of these things should lead to an action. Does that help? And we'll think on those kind of things this week. Amen? <laughs> well, that's cool. Amen. Well, Lord, we love you so much. So grateful for today. Thank you for what you did as you talked to us. Again, just as we close out, just one more time, why don't you just thank God for speaking to you today? Amen. Let's go ahead and make sure we're leaving here with a heart of, Lord, you, you told me something to do. I won't delay on the doing of it. Right? I won't try to accomplish it perfectly. Because remember, perfectionism is the mother of procrastination. So I won't try to worry about, am I going to do it perfect? I'm just going to go do something. I'm going to go do something with it put some action to what you said today father that's my commitment so lord we love you and we praise you thank you that you keep us well thank you have been kept in us through all the cold lord thank you so much for all that you do in jesus name thank you for listening to our life of faith north podcast if you would like to partner with us by giving please visit our cash app page this can be found at cash.app forward slash dollar sign lof north we hope this message was encouraging to you today thanks again for listening and have a blessed day